TGIM, my friends, TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. Yes, we've got to be thankful for every single day that we're given, especially in such chaotic times that we are all living in. It is truly just disturbing to see what is taking place in so many Democrat-controlled cities all over the country. I'm going to show you some behind-the-scenes footage of some things that maybe you've seen. I'm going to give my two cents on it, my thoughts. But uh, it's, it's truly a day where we all must remember why and what we have to be thankful for. We live in the greatest country in the world, in the, in the history of the world. I believe we have the greatest administration and president that we've had at least since Reagan or Abraham Lincoln. And uh, hopefully something I show you or share with you today will maybe just give you enough reason to do some more research or maybe think about why you may be on this movement or a part of or sucked into this movement that has become a movement that is absolutely anti-everything American, a movement that we call Black Lives Matter. The organization is absolutely something that nobody should get behind. I'm going to break it down to you. I'm going to show you why today. So please, if you're on Facebook, please hit the share button right now. It helps go a long way. Uh, I've been notified by them that I I may have my reach reduced. I've been sharing that they've been being nice to me. However, I uh, fear that that could change at any minute, and I feel that uh, it may just very well do that. But you can still go by a long way to help me spread the word by hitting the share button. If you're on Twitter, thank you so much. Please retweet. If you're on YouTube, thank you for viewing. And if you're listening right now via my podcast, thank you so, so much for subscribing to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. That is the one place that even though I'm silenced on, I may be silenced on, on these other platforms, that's the one place where hopefully you'll still be able to, uh, you should still be able to hear me, my daily news, and my one-on-one interviews. I've actually got several amazing one-on-one interviews lined up that will drop on my podcast. I interviewed Burgess Owens, NFL star, he was in Congress last year to share what his what he felt his uh, thoughts were on what the race relations in this country, why he supports this president. He's currently running for Congress in the 4th District in Utah. That podcast will drop this week. Uh, I interviewed Victor Marks, an amazing story of a man that was tortured uh, as a youth, as a young kid, and then had a lot of hate in his heart. Now he's gone on to actually teach and train military special operations groups and law enforcement officers. I'm having him on my podcast this week to weigh in, especially after everything we just saw this last uh, that yesterday with Rashard Brooks, uh, as well as Julio Gonzalez is another individual that I'll be uh, interviewing and have on my podcast this week. So this week's podcasts are going to be amazing. And then I'm taking off on Friday. I'm heading to Washington, D.C. I'm going to be taking a charter plane with the Black Voices for Trump Coalition to go to Tulsa, Oklahoma to see. And I think we're sitting pretty close to the President of the United States for his first rally in months. Tulsa, Oklahoma is going to be absolutely on fire. So there's a lot this week, but let's just thank God for today and let's get into today's today's news. So while so many cities around the country are absolutely reeling and Americans are reeling, are feeling the the pressure of, uh, of mayors and governors giving in to Antifa and these autonomous zones, uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't cease to amaze me when we see things like this. Friends, this is absolutely disgusting and disturbing, but it's something that you ought to be aware of and know what's going on. Mayor Durkin's sweetheart, sweethearts are sticking guns to Uber drivers' heads 
as he waited for a fair outside of Chaz. Yeah, the area, the autonomous zone, where they basically say they don't want any law enforcement. Well, they're going to police themselves. An Uber driver went to pick up a fair outside of the Antifa, Antifa BLM-occupied territory, and the next thing he knows is that the terrorists had a gun pointed at his head. These are the people that Mayor Jenny Durkin call peaceful protesters. Yeah, it seems really peaceful. Why is Trump hesitating? Name them both as a domestic terrorist organization and allow the DHS to start locking them up. That's what needs to happen. The funny thing is Durkin is offended if a law-abiding citizen has a gun for self-defense, but apparently they are just fine as the weapon of choice for domestic terrorists and that's exactly what they are. Two of the terrorists pulled out a gun, stuck them up against the driver's head. The armed terrorists, that's what they are, told the Uber driver to just just get the F out of here. Elijah Schaefer is somebody that I am uh, actually friends with. He was on the ground there in Seattle, and uh, he shared some very alarming news. Uh, let's see what this video is. I, I, I Pay attention if there's F-bombs in here. I haven't watched this yet. Uh, they apparently Twitter took it down. That's exactly what's happening. Twitter's taking things down that they don't want. Uh, they don't want shared. They don't want people to see the narrative of what's taking place. Well, you read it there. That's exactly what's happening. And this apparently is supposed to be the summer of love, according to Durkin. Well, it's according to any Democrat that believes that uh, total anarchy is somehow compared to anything uh, that we should consider a summer of fun, love, whatever. They don't care about their own people. They're selling us, especially you in Seattle, down the road. Uh, they're basically giving over your rights and your safety to people that believe that anarchy should be the way. They're Marxists that are driving this Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, they don't care about the American way. They, they hate the American family. If you ha Anybody out there that's concerned or thinks that they need to support Black Lives Matter as an organization, again, understand, I'm obviously not saying black lives don't matter. Have you seen me? Okay, I'm a part of the black community. Uh, I'm, I'm mixed. See, uh, my mother is white of Irish descent. My dad is very black. Uh, but I've got Irish in me on both sides. But if you look at me and you try to paint people in boxes, you'd say, well, that guy's a black guy. I've never been, I've never been called out for being white. That's just kind of how it is. Uh, unless it's to the black community that's darker, more like my dad. And then, oh, you're not dark enough. So... Let's just stick this whole racism crap where it is, where the sun doesn't shine, because it all just stinks. It's all truly just ridiculous. But if you look at the actual the actual growth and the organization Black Lives Matter, they're anti-American family. They're anti-the family unit. They're anti-God. They're for trans. They're for the tr growth and the acceptance of everything trans. Do you see the uh, the agenda behind this movement and this mission is absolutely nothing that is American. Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York, actually called it out for exactly what it, what it was, saying that it is actually anti-American. And I think this even just goes to speak even more to exactly the point of the issue. This took place in Brooklyn. There is an F-bomb in here. If you got kids around or you, those, those words that you normally hear in movies offend you, and you might want to turn this part down. But this is... Uh, a march that's taking place in Brooklyn, and it was deemed and held as the pro-black trans march. I, I, you can't make this stuff up, friends. You see that drum? Let's let the militarized police state know exactly how the fuck we feel about that. My name 
many Americans championing black trans am I missing something am I totally missing something again I, I, I'm I love all people trust me I, I love all people but this movement that was supposed to be about black lives dying at the hands of police which if you actually look at the statistics and you look at the numbers, that doesn't the data doesn't support that white cops are chasing down or hunting down black individuals just to shoot them, no. Not even in the case of Rashard Brooks, no. That was force that I think, and again, with talking to Victor Marks, who's trained law enforcement officers, I believe that better training could have led to Rashard not actually being able to slip the wrist a hold there wasn't actually a wrist lock on him and he ran away if he wouldn't have ran away it wouldn't have happened but it had nothing to do with race but the fact that this movement now is gone to a place where they're promoting and championing a movement for black trans I almost don't even know what to say I don't even know where to comprehend that thousands of people there tell me that's not an absolute attack on family values Tell me that's not an absolute sticking the finger in the air to God, the creator of the universe, the creator of all of us, that created us beautifully and wonderfully, exactly how we're supposed to be. Sticking a finger in the air to science. You got an XX or an XY for a reason. There aren't multi, multi-genders. There's two. And now there's a whole movement of people that are promoting black trans? It just, it is absolutely lunacy to me it is ludicrous how anybody could get sucked into something that says oh there's just there's now there's an attack on black trans people this movement is out of control and there are there are people there are organizations that are very well funded that are pushing and promoting this in speaking with victor marks again that that podcast will drop this week he's got very high level secret service individuals that are taking care of other very high-level, high-ranking individuals in other parts of the country that are sharing with Victor, you know there's a, there's a mission here. There's an agenda here. It isn't just what you're seeing on TV. It isn't just all these people that think they're jumping on the bandwagon to support a movement of Black Lives Mattering. No. There is a coordinated attack right now to truly create anarchy in this country because they believe that will get the president out, that will get one of their puppets in, and that will continue the progress that was being made for a one world order, for a global cabal, a global society, 
to topple the United States, to bring us down to the level that, well, Obama was trying to do that. He went to great lengths to, to topple our military. He decimated our military. He actually attacked the chaplain's units in law enforcement agencies all around the country. Yeah, look it up. There was an attack, a coordinated attack. Hillary was going to seal the deal, and Donald Trump stepped in and changed the game. And they do not want four more years of this president. They want to continue our country down the road to total domination and control via a socialistic, communist government system. Friends, that's what's at stake here. That is why I'm here, to try to bring you the news and bring you the truth. And if you can't see that yet, if you're so emotionally tied up into, oh, Black Lives Matter, and oh, I guess now it's Black Trans Lives Matter, and what's it going to be next? I'll tell you one thing it's going to be next that I've already seen the writing on the wall for. Oh, well, that he just loves that, that kid. It doesn't matter that he's not 18. It's still love. Oh, yeah, she still loves that person. It doesn't matter that they're only 12. That's, it's just love. Oh, pedophilia is not an illness. No, it's a preference. That's what's coming. I guarantee you, and I've seen and read and researched enough to know that it, that is also a part of the unit. That's part of the agenda to bring this country to its knees, to make everything acceptable, to make us pretty much look like Sodom and Gomorrah. And we all know, if you read your Bible, how that turned out. Friends, we are at war right now. It is a spiritual battle. And we battle not with flesh and blood. And there is, there, we shouldn't be, it shouldn't be about color anything. Right now, more than anything, it should be about America, America first, and the values and the traditions that made this country the greatest country in the world. And that, friends, is because of the Bible. Pure and simple. It's because of ultimate true morality. Not this morality that fits you. If it fits you and if it's me, then it doesn't fit you. No, 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 no. There's absolute truth. And that's what this agenda is at war with. It's at war with absolute truth. It's at war with God. It's a spiritual battle that we're in. I had to just go off on that one a little bit right there. But uh, that's, that's what I believe, 110%. Well, as far as defunding the police goes, this is also a part. Unstable, destabilize the community. Destabilized communities will create havoc. Criminals aren't going to give up their guns. What do you think the criminals are doing? What do you think that... Other, other entities, other groups of people that are outside our country are foaming at the mouth, hoping takes place. They don't want a border wall. They don't want voter IDs. They don't want police. Well, Ilhan Omar is just dazed and confused at the thought of who's going to do any protecting if there's no police. She can't explain how to protect the constituents. Once the police are disbanded, Ilhan Omar was asked a very simple question by Jake Tapper after she called for the police to be disbanded and defunded. The problem was she could not answer the question. What was the question Jake Tapper asked? He says, you have talked about dismantling, the need to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. What, it ta what takes its place? Should be a very simple uh, answer. If you could just decree what takes its place, who investigates crime, who arrests criminals, what happens? Ilhan Omar answered pretty incoherently, so Minneapolis unanimously just voted on a resolution that will engage the community on a one-year process of what happens as we go through the process of dismantling the department and starting anew. Still didn't answer the question. A new way forward can't be put in place 
if we have a department that is having a crisis of credibility, if we have a department that's led by a chief who's suited for racism, if we have a department that we that hasn't solved a homicide, still didn't answer the question. You know why she didn't ha- answer the question? Because she doesn't have any answers. And these are people that Minnesotians put in office. Yes, you voted for her. And can I just be frank with you that there's individuals that believe just as Ilhan Omar does in aspects all over our country in Congress representing us, the American people. You know, I'm really thankful this is happening right now because it is an election year and it seems to happen every election cycle. There's riots. There's Black Lives Matter protests. It's an opportunity to try to drive a wedge between a good, good, well-meaning, loving Americans, friends of different races. Well, the same human race, but different shades of melanin is a better way to describe it. Different shades of melanin that now all of a sudden are no longer friends because they didn't put a black box on their social media. Or even worse than that, they're they're degraded. They're, they're uh, berated. They're chastised because they're not sticking up for this supposed movement that all, all has to be about black lives. It is a spiritual battle and so many people are deceived, even in the church. Maybe this is why God didn't call me to be a pastor in a church or an evangelist. You know, I came really, really close. And he said, no, I got something else for you. I want you to go start business. I want you to go start in business. And I stayed there for 20 plus years. Most of you know, my own supplement company, my wife and I's small business. I'll do, I'll share what it, what it is. It's uncorkedliving.com. We started a, a product line of supplements to help people live their best. I, cha- I take all those products every day. Didn't mean to throw that in there right there, but I'll share it with you. But I'm a businessman. I understand. I I love the opportunity to create, have an idea, create something with that idea that actually empowers or blesses or increases, impacts someone's life in a positive way. And if it does, and those customers love love the results they received, then I have the opportunity to take care of my family at the same time. That's capitalism. These Democrat politicians would love to say no, no, you can't do it any better. Uh, the podcast that's going to drop this week with Julio Gonzalez. He's a finance expert. He actually was very informational. He was very pivotal and, and uh, uh, weighed in a lot on the tax reform bill. The entire reason why our country started booming is because they lowered the, the corporate tax cut from 35% to 21%. That 14% makes a huge difference to a business. Say that business made a million dollars. That's $140,000 they're not giving to the government. I know for myself as a small business owner, when we have more money, we expand, we hire more people, we spend that money, it goes through the economy, it goes through the circulation, we pay taxes. That's how how we got a booming economy. Joe Biden would love to rescind the tax reform bill, friends. You know what else is a part of the tax reform bill? Opportunity zones. The opportunity zones that are going to provide hundreds of million, actually little billions of dollars, tens if not a hundred billion dollars for minority communities. 9,000 of them all over the country. You know what happens if Joe Biden gets in office or any other Democrat? They rescind that tax reform bill. They hike the tax rate back up to 35%. Opportunity zones goes away. It's an absolute attack and assault on minority, uh, uh, black owned, black businesses, uh, black black community and Hispanic community, the minority community. It's an, it's, an, it's an assault. 
That we, we get into that deep on that podcast. So for these pundits, for these Democrats like Ilhan Omar that have no answers, please understand, they actually do. They do know what's going to happen. They know that it will destabilize communities. They know that black communities, Hispanic communities, urban communities will suffer because the criminals, they don't have anything to worry about. We already heard in Seattle it's taking three times as long for somebody that calls 911 to actually receive help of any kind from the police. Can you imagine in areas where the police are defunded, what's going to happen with criminals, domestic violence, rapes, crimes, violent crimes, burglary? They know exactly what's going to happen, friends, and that is exactly what they want to happen. I really hope you hear me. I really hope you've shared this. I really hope Americans understand what's at stake right now, what's taking place, because that's what's going on. They know what's going on. They know what's going, they know what's going to happen. They don't care. To them, the ends justify the means. And the means is wiping out businesses, families, livelihoods, and all the collateral damage. It's just all a part of, of the means to get to their end. It truly is, truly is disgusting. Here's a little uh, here's a little sneak peek of Seattle from the autonomous zone and the area around it that supposedly is a summer of love compared to uh, uh, compared to Durkin. That sure looks uh, like just a love fest, just a, a place that you'd want to live. What about all those businesses that are impacted? What about their livelihoods? Yeah, the, the mayor doesn't care. She doesn't give one iota what takes place. Can you imagine? Hopefully we don't have to imagine that other cities succumb to the same fear-mongering, using racism as a reason, to let these autonomous zones just go and let the people do pretty much what they want. It's an absolute disgrace that this is taking place in our country. Absolutely disgraceful. Here's a, a little glimmer of hope. I try to share a lot of those. This I think is a big one, especially when it comes to the mindset of what we hear is a monolithic blind allegiance to the Democrat party. I actually did see this clip. I couldn't get the clip, but uh, civil rights attorney Leo Terrell explains why he stopped drinking the Democrat Kool-Aid. He is normally a champion for everything Democrats uh, represent. Civil rights attorney Leo Terrell said that the reason he quit drinking the Democrats Kool-Aid was that they are total hypocrites. Terrell said that the Democrats are constantly accusing all Republicans of being racist, which is funny since Democrats fought to keep slavery segregated schools, wrote Jim Crow laws, wrote poll taxes, and a wide variety of other behavior. Terrell said, this is why I stopped drinking the Democrat Kool-Aid. I can't take this hypocrisy anymore. 
It's ridiculous. Richard Russell from the South was against integration. He was opposed to anti-lynching bills. That's what bothers me about this whole thing, that Democrats, just because of the D in their name, they could be a racist. This statement by Joe Biden is so offensive that if you get Spike Lee out there and say, well, it's okay, that's offensive. If any Republican said the same thing, they would be in trouble speaking about Joe Biden saying, you ain't black. Joe Biden gave us the crime bill in 94. President Trump gave us the First Step Act. The bottom line is, I don't need the Democrats to insult me or try to placate me with an African garb, Nancy Pelosi. Pass some laws, pass some reforms. Show me something other than some kind of condescending act just because you're a Democrat. That doesn't follow anymore. Well, it's, uh, it's truth. It's truth that a lot of Americans need to hear. And it's truth that hopefully will set a lot of people free. A whole lot, a lot, a lot of people free. This is an amazing video. Uh, so many people are, are confused, it seems, on whether defunding the police will actually be a positive or a negative. This brother right here has an inside story because he's got a history. He knows about what defunding the police will do, and the world should listen to what he has to say. You were just talking about uh, what you thought about defunding the police and Black Lives Matter calling for that. What do you think? Uh, well, I tell you this. I grew up in a neighborhood where it was pretty rough uh, projects, and uh, the police didn't come there. And uh, since the police didn't show up there often, you know, it was run by the thugs, the criminals, and, and it was just chaotic. And and the, and the police weren't defunded where I was from. They just, chief told them not to go there. So, you know, there was uh, the violence went up, the, the the rate went up. Uh, nobody called the police because it was pointless because they didn't come. Um, but we have to think about the elderly and people who can't defend themselves in these neighborhoods before we start talking about defunding police. It's okay if you're 25, 30 years old and you think that we don't need a police force. Uh, but there are people for some unfortunate circumstances live in these neighborhoods that you're trying to defund. Uh, you look at Seattle, for instance. They've taken over a whole precinct and nobody's thinking about the store owners who own stores there and shops. They're not thinking about the other people who are not even with this 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 so-called protest who live in that area that's why we need the police the police have not taken back that precinct and that's a perfect example of what you're gonna live like if the police are totally defunded across the nation yes that's exactly what it'll look like if the police are defunded all across the nation he knows because he lived through it everything I've been saying rapes crime domestic assaults and what's the reason to call 911 if you know they're not even going to show up? And if the criminals know there's nobody, nobody's going to show up, well, they pretty much have free reign to do exactly what they want. A lot of elderly people will be caught in the misfire, in the crossfire of this, and, uh, and young children, I, uh, I fear, as well. Well, here's Andrew Cuomo, just uh, the, uh, the person that so many Democrats were hoping was maybe going to say, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring to be President of the United States. Please don't, Andrew. Please, please don't. Governor Cuomo's New York, 250 inmates freed from prison, rearrested 450 times. Yeah, that uh, sounds like justice for the people who those crimes were perpetrated against. Governor Andrew Cuomo may be unable to create jobs, but one thing he has been the most proficient at is creating victims. He has done that through his order to release inmates from prison. He released 2,500 of them 
and at least 250 of them went on to be arrested 450 times. You're hearing this at DavidHarrisJr.com. Make sure you check out my other news site, DJHJMedia.com. 27-year-old Jonathan Martinez is a prime example of that. He's been arrested seven times since being granted an early release through Cuomo's order. He's been arrested for forcibly touching and, and, and a robbery of a Sephora store. Uh, another man was arrested and released three times in one day. It has become a revolving door and crime in New York City has spiked. And even ultra-liberal Mayor Bill de Blasio has complained about repeat offenses by released criminals. A couple Democrats uh, on the same side barking at each other. I think a lot's going to get done. Not really. The reason that our society locks up criminals is to prevent them co from committing more crimes. Seems like it should be pretty obvious, but it's not to them. The idea that we are opening the doors in jails and prisons should be a concern for us all. We need less crime, not more. And dare I say, I will say, we need more police, not less. It seems to be opposite land for everything that the Democrats seem to believe. Here is, uh, I've got a really funny video I'm going to show you in a second, but this is Joe Biden's wages war on election, on election year misinformation. Here are seven times he misinformed his supporters. You know, I hope you share this around everywhere. Joe Biden claims that he is fighting a campaign against misinformation. I think most of it's coming out of his own mouth. But the truth is, he is the one who lies through his teeth on a daily basis. And if he keeps it up, soon voters will know that he's a liar as well. How many times has he said that President Trump called the white supremacists very fine people? I know he just said it just the other day. That old lie was debunked the same day it came out years ago. Trump said there were very fine people on both sides, but more than that, he directly condemned the white supremacists. So why does Joe Biden lie so much? Because the truth would kill any chance he has of becoming president. He can't tell the truth. His only chance is to find enough voters with such little knowledge that they could actually bring themselves to vote for quid pro quo Joe. Joe Biden also said that Trump owed China millions of dollars. That too was a total lie. And coming from someone who has squeezed millions out of China, and a couple billion invested in China by his son, Hunter Biden. The seven times Joe Biden gave misinformation to voters, Biden falsely says Trump owes China money. Biden falsely claims he found GOP votes for Obamacare. Biden falsely claims, uh, Biden campaign falsely suggests Trump called virus a hoax. That was not accurate. Biden falso, falsely said Trump slashed the CDC's budget. That was also a lie. Biden falsely said Trump dismissed Wu's help, actually the Wu denied help. Biden falsely says Trump called white supremacists very fine people. And he just said that again, Biden did. Biden falsely says he was arrested in South Africa. I don't know if anybody's keeping tally on the, the absolute garbage, the nonstop hogwash that comes out of Joe Biden's mouth, but we're trying. There's at least seven right there that you can catch. So here's a little funny video. I, I think this is just hilarious that there are actually, again, this is the mental state of some Democrats, some liberals right now. Tried to make it funny. I actually did my own video on this, I think, last weekend, but I liked how this one was done. But it's scary to me that there are people that do actually believe and think the way this young girl believes. Trump supporters got an email. <laughs> That's a, this email is for patriots only. You've been identified as one of President Trump's fiercest and most loyal defenders, and according to your donor file, you'd make an excellent addition to the Trump army. 
America great hat. To let them know that you are the president's first line of defense when it comes to fighting off the liberal mob. <laughs> I don't know if you know... Hitler made Jews wear yellow stars. This feels like the reverse of that. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> I think she's talking about this hat right here. Oh, yeah, baby. I got that email myself, and I did do my own contribution. I do often, and I absolutely love my camo make America, keep America great hat. I might wear this one this weekend. I'm going to be there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I don't know if I should wear this one or if I should wear the white one. Or if I should wear the red one. The red one is signed, so I'm not wearing that one too often. I want to make sure that stays nice and pretty. Signed by our president, Donald J. Trump. Absolutely beautiful. But, Miss, let me just tell you, there's nothing for you to worry about. What Hitler did is in no way comparison to asking people to support him and then giving him a giving us all a hat to show his appreciation. We want to wear the hat. We're not being forced. It's completely ridiculous. It's lun It's lunacy. But I bet you heard, I bet you heard enough in your Marxist professor's class to make you feel the way that you do. I'm really sorry. I, I truly do feel sorry for you because you're living with a whole lot of anxiety that you should not have to be living under. All right, I got this one. I got this one from Bill Maher. I, you know, the guy is from left field a lot, but he's actually speaking the truth on this one. And he says that defunding the police will make people want to vote for Trump. Yes, that's it. Dems are effing stupid about politics, Bill Maher says. HBO host Bill Maher says that demanding the defunding of police, it will drive people to vote for President Donald Trump in November. That's exactly the truth, my friends. It's going to do that. It already is doing that because it's, lu it's lunacy. It's so ridiculous. It's insanity. It's truly insanity for somebody to push for defunding the police. We need more, not less. So friends, thank you so much, TGIM. Again, if you haven't already gone and supported my small business for me and my wife, we do all the shipping out of our own office and uh, even write little notes on there. Thank yous. We've got amazing products, something to help you sleep better at night called Dream. We've got a whole food, plant-based, multi-mineral, multivitamin that sold out because of all your orders. We'll have it back in in a week or two. We've got a, uh, a metabolism booster to help you. Uh, cur it curbs your appetite. It replaced my coffee for me. I take that in the morning. We've got our uncorked drink. I drink all throughout the day. And we've got a detox formula that helps cleanse your body and keep you very regular. That's our uncorked regimen. We say you're living life uncorked. We say there's a better you bottled up. So get Uncorked today. So go to uncorkedliving.com. Use the code David. You'll get an extra discount. But that's a great way for you to support me, my wife and I's small business, and to support me bringing you the news that I bring you every single day. God bless you all. Thank you so, so much. Have a great rest of your Monday night, and we will talk to you all tomorrow for TGIT, TGI Tuesday. Again, you got to thank God for every single day that you're given. God bless you. We'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye.